around, look around, anything is going. Look around, look around, anything will go. Look around, look around, next time you'll learn, that's how it goes. Welcome to Willie's View Podcast. Look around, look around, anything is going. Look around, look around, anything will go. Look around, look around, next time you'll learn. That's how it goes. Welcome to Willie's View Podcast. amigos and thank you so much for listening this is willie's view podcast tonight's a special event it is my mom's birthday so happy birthday mom this episode's dedicated to you it is july 26 and as i promised we have a mr guest so without further ado the floor is yours let's see if you can guess who i am my character is one of the originals on a long-running digital drama series based in Washington, D.C. My character uh, my character was getting married, and the church was blown up by a psychomaniac killing my fiancé, who was dead previously, who came back from the dead. Then my character was raped by his realtor, um, and now... He is looking to put his life back together in our upcoming season six. Can you guess who I am? (sighs) Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Anderson from the Emmy-winning Anacostia digital drama series. Thank you so much for joining us. It is such a pleasure. I am, you know, I'm such a fan of the show. Um, I love the characters. I love your storytelling from one writer to another. I bow to you like they did on Wayne's World right now because I love this show so much. When I first saw it on the web, which would be for me was YouTube, um, it just enchanted me. Like I was like, oh my God, is this just like a soap opera? What is it? And as soon as I clicked it, I swear it's like I've been to watch it and watch so many episodes. As soon as you 
put them out there. Thank you so much. We definitely appreciate it. And we've actually heard that from a lot of fans and a lot of uh, viewers that, that say that they may not have heard of it at first, but but they've heard of it by word of mouth. And then when they went to check the show out, that they just couldn't stop watching it. And they've been up since uh, uh, up through like three, four o'clock in the morning, constantly watching the episodes, getting drawn in by the characters and the storyline. And that's amazing to me as the writer of the show. So thank you so very much for that. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, without giving anything away, because are you already started the new season yet, or is it still in progress? Well, no, we're currently still on hiatus. Um, we, we, we take a hiatus for the actors and, uh, and, and myself to indulge in other opportunities. Many of us are uh, parents. I'm a parent of a, uh, I'm a, I'm a parent of a 13 year old myself. Uh, so right now, uh, this is our kids, uh, summer break. So we usually like to take some time off to let our kids like pretty much enjoy their summers and some of the other actors indulge in other projects. And then we come back this fall to start filming the upcoming season six, which is just going to be amazing. Oh, that is good. That's such a wonderful thing. Um, kids are just such a blessing. I'm a parent myself. I'm very blessed. I have uh, my daughter. She's oh, wow. 10. I have my son. He's 19. He'll be turning oh. 20 already on the 28th. And, you know, yes, it's, you know, kids are the, yep. the, the blessings of the world. And You're also, man. that's cool that you get to do hiatus. I know how you feel because, like I said, um, I don't have any shows like, like, like you out out there. You're definitely my inspiration because I write fan fictions. I write original series. Um, and I do that with a lot of wonderful uh, besties. Shout out to Susan Semenjic and Bernetta. Bernetta. Um, we work together on projects and you're like our inspiration because we do fan fictions and we post them out there for social media to read and then it's cute because they want to know what show is it on or what, what channel and it's like, no, you, you don't, you don't watch it, you read it. So, you know, right. like I said, but, but we're learning from you guys because you give us these tools, you give us these, these, you know, motivational things that we can implement in our writing and that shows in our work. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so much. All right, so before we get into your big q and I just break it down so we'll have some fun. Um, what are, like, maybe your top four songs that would be on your your um, playlist, your music playlist? Oh, oh that's easy. The top four uh, would be, uh, all right, so let's go from four to one. Uh, four would be anything by Tidra Moses. She's not very, um, she's not, like, I guess you wouldn't say that she's mainstream. She's like, but she, she has like a really indie following, um, but her, but her name is Tidra Moses. She has this, she has this incredible album out. Uh, it came out a couple of years ago called Complex Simplicity. Um, that whole album is amazing. If you like good R&B music, um, she has some incredible songs. And one of my favorite songs of hers is uh, called uh, Rescue Me, which is, amazing uh three would be um hmm, three would be what am i into what was what was i just listening to coming into work today uh frequently um three would be um doll and i by the one and only vanessa williams i just love i just love anything and everything by vanessa williams uh two would be any and everything by madonna just any and everything by Madonna, 
just you you can't go wrong with a good Madonna track. Um, and my number one uh, that's in heavy rotation on my uh, in my car and on my um, music playlist. Um, I listen to a lot of old school music, but my favorite old school artist is the late great Minnie Griffin. Song Loving You, but if you really get into her catalog, she has some incredible music like Back Down Memory Lane, Anytime He Comes Around. Um, it's, it's just so, so, so much wonderful music, and it's just sad that she that she sort of got uh, put into that barrel of a one hit wonder, which, which, which in actuality, she was not a one hit wonder, she had several hits, it just didn't go mainstream like her most known song loving you but that's probably my number one go-to is many repetitive that is so cool i like that all right so um let's let's tell our listeners because not everyone like you said they're not all familiarized yet with your wonderful show so let's shake that up a bit and let's let's change that can you give our listeners an idea about what your series is about and maybe some little key hints about what they can expect with some characters and just to put you on the spot Maybe you have a little sound clip or something you can kind of tease us with uh, to get them all excited about what's going on now in the series and how they can get ready for the new season. Anything? Well, let me see. Well, the series, once again, the, the name of the series is called Anacostia, A-N-A-C-O-S-T-I-A. It, it is a real uh, live uh, community in Washington, D.C., south, southeast D.C., and um, the show basically surrounds four good, four neighbors, uh, Sean, Selena, Mia, and Nicole, who um, are in this community, and it basically is everything that you would want in a soap opera, just with a, a, a predominant African-American cast, and over uh, the show is in its, currently in its fifth season, about to go into a sixth season, uh, we have currently 50 episodes up on YouTube, so you can go to YouTube and type in Anacostia. All of the episodes will come up. And basically, uh, my character, Sean, is the resident um, L- member of the LGBT community um, um, in the neighborhood. And through the years, he uh, lost his partner uh, through an accident. But it turns out that his partner was not dead. His partner was running and and trying to save him from some very bad people that uh, was after him. And then he decided to come back, and they were uh, confronted with some um, with some religious people. And one of the people was a religious fanatic named Raymond, and Raymond decided to get even with them and blow up the church during their wedding, which killed my character's partner, finally, uh, which killed them. And then um, as my character was sort of putting the pieces back together, he was un- he was the victim of a um, brutal uh, rape uh, by a man by the name of Carlos, who is involved with the local, um, shall we say, um, neighborhood welcome Matt and Nancy um, and uh, so we also have a character by the name of Mia who has gone through a lot in her relationship we have characters that deal with um, sexual sexual abuse um, molestation a lot of um, vices such as drugs and alcohol and it's um, really all tied in with a very well laid story over 50 episodes 
episodes, which I think if the viewers start watching, they really get, um, it, it's amazing how the viewers get so caught up in not only the characters, but the storylines, and they really uh, have a kinship with, with, with some of these stories. And so that's, uh, I think, one of the great things about our show. Um, once again, you can watch the show on YouTube. Uh, coming up, what can I tease that's coming up? Uh, coming up, um, well, we, well, for the past couple of years, we've also been um, very honored and blessed to have such incredible guest stars, such as Martha Burns, who played Lily Snyder on After World Turns. Martha has been with us since season uh, three. Uh, she's also one of the executive producers of, of our series, and she won her third Emmy for Anacostia. Um, we actually also have the brilliant legend herself, Elizabeth Hubbard, who is the very first winner of Best Actress um, at the Daytime Emmys. Um, uh, many people know her from, once again, As the Turns for playing Lucinda Walsh. This year, we also added uh, Jennifer Bassey, who was nominated for an Emmy for her role as Beverly on Anacostia. And coming up, we're adding um, Lauren Martin from... Um, um, also, from um, As Well Turns, uh, she's going to be playing a very secret character. So we're very blessed to have these legends of daytime really join us on our digital series. All right. First of all, you're getting a big virtual hug for me. I'm a major As World Turns fan. Everybody knows this because I write um, Oakdale University. It's an As World Turns online written fanfic series. And it feels like an actual soap opera because like what you're saying just the writing you know you as writers we bring these characters to life so um congratulations on so many exciting years on your series i'm just so so Thank excited you. and proud for you um can you tell our listeners where they can um tweet you or stay in touch with you and any social media yeah so um i am on instagram um at Anacostia series. I am on uh, uh, Twitter at, at Anacostia series. Also Facebook um, under Anacostia the series. Um, and so you can definitely contact me there. I actually maintain all of those pages sometimes. Um, if it's not me, usually uh, the posting will have someone's so, someone's initials at the end, so people will know that it's not me that's actually maintaining the page that particular day. But but if it doesn't have initials on it, it's actually me that's actually that you're communicating with and uh, talking to. But um, uh, yeah, so those are the pages that we can be reached at. And coming for season six, we will give you an exclusive that we have not given to anyone. We've not given to anyone yet. But starting uh, season six this uh, this year, we are going to um, we're going to be leaving YouTube and going to Amazon Video. I love that. That sounds exciting. Congratulations on such a big move. Thank you. Um, I do have a personal request, so um, when you get a chance, could you please send me that clip that you mentioned that you have Elizabeth Hubbard as one of your guest cameos? I didn't see that episode. I would love to see that. I saw oh, a few of Martha Byrne. That was really cool. I, I got to admit, you just blew me away with like how you introduced her, her character. I was so impressed. I'm such a big fan of, of Martha Byrne, too. Um, I've got a question. Is she going to be singing anytime soon on your series? Because she's got such a really angelic uh, singing voice. 
she actually does have such a um she actually and, and i think that a lot of people don't really know that about martha that martha sings beautifully she has a beautiful voice um i'm, I'm not sure if she's going to be singing um uh because of her character I, I don't think that her character right now where her character is is going to be singing anything but um, <laughs> but, but um i know martha recorded some music so so i so i don't think that it would be above thought to, to think that um, listening to season six, you might hear Martha uh, singing some songs in the background. Uh, you just, this would be her in uh, character. But Martha is such an amazing woman. Um, I've been, a, I was a huge fan of hers for absolute years. And when I got a chance to meet her, we just really clicked, um, which was crazy. Um, that we clicked as, as quickly as we did and um, when she said that she was serious about doing the show that was um, another feather in my cap and when I told her about what the character was going to be she absolutely loved the character because it was such a departure of what she had been known for playing as, as Lily Snyder um, and so um, I, I think that I think Martha's one of those actresses that just love to that loves good story, loves good characters, loves good work, and I'm blessed that she has always agreed to come and play with us over here on Anacostia, and also be joining us as a executive producer, shedding her valuable years of experience on the show. And I think if anyone looked at the show from um, when we first started in 2009 and look at it when Martha came on, I think that they'll see a distinct difference in the production value, in the performances, and the storytelling, and everything else. And that's really um, a credit to Martha coming on with her expertise. That is amazing. And I, I, I definitely would feel like the same way that, you know, if she wasn't able to sing, that's, that's understandable because of the way her, her character is just so wonderfully written. Um, but what I'm thinking is for you guys, for your series, maybe as a perk, um, maybe somewhere down the line, maybe she can try to sing a song for you guys and maybe add that to your soundtrack of your series. I think that would be amazing. That's true. Actually, we have a lot of, um, we have a lot of talented people on the cast who actually are singers. So it, so, so it wouldn't be above, um, it wouldn't be above me to write something to, to, to write like a fantasy episode to where, um, like one of my visions was to have a sort of all black and white episode to where um, some of the characters who actually sing in real life could actually belt out some standards or some original songs or something. So that might be something that might be coming down the line and that, that might be a way to get Martha on there to sing some songs and, and um, to really delight her fans who really enjoy her uh, recordings. I, I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm like I said, such because I'm such a big fan. I'm gonna throw out to you my four top uh, casts that I would love to see maybe in the future added okay. to your series. One is the one, the only Kim Zimmer. She would be rocking it in your series. She really uh, yes. would. Two, yes. Freddie Smith. Congratulations, Freddie, on your engagement, by the way. But yes, Freddie Smith. From Days of Our Lives, he placed um, Sonny Kuriakis. I think he would be great on your series. Okay. Three, Jake Silberman, back from As the World Turns as um, Noah Mayer. 
um, he would rock it. Whether he be a gay character or straight or even bisexual, I think he would rock it. Okay. And four, go back to Kim Zimmer. She's got that wonderful, talented son that plays Darren on Animal Kingdom. Everyone knows him as Luke Snyder from As the World Turns. I think you need to rock it and turn everybody's world around, like how I did that. Turn everybody's world around <laughs> and add these people and shake it up. And don't forget, the Willie's the one that suggested it first. <laughs> Absolutely. There is, you know what, actually, um, Kim Zimmer, we've actually, um, I met Kim Zimmer the same day that I met Martha Byrne. It was at a, um, it was at an award show in New York, and we were all there. And uh, it, and it was so overwhelming to have Martha, Kim Zimmer, uh, Hillary Smith, um, uh, Hillary B. B. Smith. Uh, I think uh, Jordan Clark was there. Uh, just having so many of these. Lisa Brown was there. So just having all of these people that you're used to seeing on television in the same room with you, sitting in the audience with you, it was just amazing. And we talked to Kim Zimmer, and um, it's always been my wish to get Kim Zimmer on the show. So you might have just reignited a uh, fire in, in me to oh. go after Kim Zimmer and bring her to the show. So so if we get Kim Zimmer on the show, I would definitely say that uh, it was because of Willie reignited that fire. I love you, Kim Zimmer. I love her music. I love her singing. I'm, I don't know. I mean, you got to give it a daytime. People like to tease that there's not like, oh, daytime is just so... Okay, yes, they can see it that way, but I see it more than that because these actresses, these actors are more than just themselves on the show. They are Absolutely. talented singers, they are performers, and they are parents, and they forget these things. You know, it's sad that how they're treating these actors on Twitter. I mean, the way they're treating them, they they don't forget, they, they seem to forget, fact, you know, reality from fantasy. They're just playing a part. That is it. Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's the one thing that we pride ourselves on over on Anacostia is that we make sure that we treat everybody with the highest level of respect. Um, and I think Martha will let you guys know, will let anyone know that, like, whenever she comes to uh, do the the show, that that like she's treated with the utmost respect. Um, and and that just goes for not only our guest stars, but but that goes for. Uh, the, the people who are holding lights uh, for the people who are holding the camera. So it's a very fun set. It's a very fun set to be on. So it's, it's probably one of the funner sets to be on, actually. Yes, I, I, I agree. All right, everybody, don't go away because we got to take a quick little music break. When we come back, we're going to find out what you're, where you're located, your favorite hangouts, and what is on your TV. What are you watching and what are your favorite uh, movies that you might like out in theaters? All right, don't be right, don't, don't go away, we'll be right back.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Willie's View Podcast. We are here live for Anthony Anderson, two-time Emmy Award-nominated actor and executive producer of Anacostia. If you haven't seen it, it is on YouTube. He did just hint to us that, um, as I recall, Anthony, you just mentioned that you're going to be making the big move to Amazon Video, correct? Okay, when can we expect that, and do we have a date yet of when you premiere your new season, or is that some progress? It's in, pro- um, it's, um, it's in progress. We do have a date, but uh, we're going to do, like, this whole big, massive announcement, like, around it. So, it, so if I told you today, right now, our uh, publicist would absolutely kill me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, I understand, the, I understand the so. process. I, I have respect for it. I just wanted to make sure, in case it was ready to be out. If you needed to reveal it, uh, this is a perfect time to do that for listeners. But if not, that's fine. Just let me know, and I'll always be glad to mention it right here on the podcast. That's not a problem. Oh, of course. Where are you located? Uh, Washington, D.C. All right. So this is your chance to shine. Tell everybody in Washington, where are your top three favorite hangouts? If we were to visit Washington, where would you recommend we go? is is a uh, is the hardest place to the first place is the hardest place to find because there's not it's called Toki Underground and it has the best uh it's a, a ramen noodle it's a ramen noodle spot but it is probably the best ramen noodle spot that you will ever have it's called Toki Underground the thing is what's amazing about it is it's 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 very part of the DC subculture so you there is no sign there's no signage there is nothing on the street telling you where it is if you walk past the door you just will miss it because uh it's it's very secluded but um it's a very intimate spot it has the best ramen noodles that you will ever want to taste in your life once again it's called toki underground um um, another spot would be um a beautiful restaurant by the name of Sequoia, which is down on the Georgetown Harbor waterfront. Um, it's been there for quite some time. Uh, you'll rub elbows with um, people from Capitol Hill, some local celebrities, uh, your uh, favorite, pretty much the socialite set of Washington, D.C. Um, and they have one of the best brunches in D.C. But speaking of brunches, that would be the third spot uh would be would be a spot by the name of the beacon uh which has the best brunch in dc it's located all, all, off of rhode island avenue um it's kind of pricey but um if you want to get great food great service great company uh great uh conversation that those are the places to go that's great okay what about what's going on in, like, when you're relaxing, you're not riding, you're just chilling, as they call it, Netflix and chill. Can you give our listeners just an idea into insight of in, in your mind, in your writing? Um, what inspires you uh, as a writer to create these characters? Um, what inspires me is uh, great, is telling stories about people and places that are greatly underserved and and as a soap opera as a soap opera enthusiast and fan i think that one of the most um 
being a soap opera fan is that the lack of African American representation on television, um, as, as as far as it relates to many soap operas, and I, I think that uh, you have a lot of African Americans sprinkled here and there, but but oftentimes they're not leading storyline um and 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 it's not a consistent storyline that they're leading if they uh, do i um, i remember a couple of years ago uh the world and the beautiful had this amazing storyline with um i forgot the actress's name but she uh, uh why am i having a brain freeze right, right now but um uh i, I, I think her name is carla mosley mosley so, um, and she played the transgender character uh, Maya on Maya on Oh yes, Beautiful. yes, and compelling was, story. Yes, that was such a compelling storyline, and um, it basically led um, all of the sites, and it basically re energized uh, story on the on bold and beautiful because he was telling this like amazing uh trend setting controversial storyline and uh it and then there was nothing <laughs> like, and then there was absolutely nothing so oh i hear I, you yeah yes. it made me scream because it was so good it was getting juicy it was like a roller coaster ride then all of a sudden it watered down and you're like wait a minute what happened yeah. So I'm gonna put you on the quick spot. What are your uh, any main favorite uh, daytime soaps that you watch? Which ones are they? And the other question is, can you kind of give our listeners uh, any favorite characters that you do enjoy in the soaps? Oh, that's easy. Uh, favorite soap uh, at the moment would be GH. Um, um, I absolutely love GH, um, and one of the 
it's like one of the best characters on on that show and i know she's very controversial but one of the best characters on that show would happen to be have to be ava jerome played by the marvelous more west um and it's something about what Mar West does with the character of Ava Jerome, where whenever she's on the screen, no matter who she's in a scene with, she steals that attention away from everyone. You watch the way she, you you listen to her cadence and her speaking. You look at her walk, like she just embodies that character so well that I just love seeing her every time she has a scene. She just lives that character. Uh, so it would have to be GH and uh, Ava Jerome. I also like. Um, I also like. Uh, I wasn't sure about the switch with the Phyllis's at first, but I think. Uh, but I think that Gina Tognoni as Phyllis on The Young and the Restless was, a, was an amazing uh, casting choice because Gina is, she killed that role. She absolutely killed that role, and I think she's an oh, amazing actress. yes. I mean, nothing against, you know, nothing against Michelle uh, Stafford because I love her, and she, she makes her character her own. But I yes. like that Gina took it over and did a flip. And this is the Absolutely. other side of Phyllis that no one will see or, or you know, getting used to. And I love this because she challenges that role. She gets into that meaty story. I mean, look at her the way she is with, um, I believe it's Jason Thompson, right? For yes. um, Billy Abbott. I try yes. to make sure to say the names right. Um, their chemistry is hot. It's steamy. But I love the little quirks. I know people like to say, oh, there's not a story for Billy or, or um, Phyllis. you got to look past that. They're not just having sex in the living room or the bedroom. They actually Absolutely. have moments. I mean, there's times. I mean, do you remember that scene where Billy's like, "I got a yacht," and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, cut." And then and 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 I like where Phyllis comes out, disappears. She comes back downstairs, and she's wearing that the little sexy, um, pie, uh, what a cap captain captain's hat or something. And yes. he's like, "What?" And like, you had me at your boat. Oh my God, Gina, that was priceless. That's yes. She that is what um, you do in daytime. You make the character your own. I yeah I um I actually am a um, Emmy member and an Emmy voter, and I had the and I had the privilege of having that lead actress category where Gina um won I think year after uh, last year where she, where she won uh, last year, and I have to say that um that was a tough um category to judge but when gina did that courtroom scene where she squared off on victor newman and just told him how she was how could he do that and put this imposter uh and and make this imposter have sex with her and like i just i i i i said if there's any fairness in the world she will win the Emmy for this reel because this reel was that reel was on fire and it turns out that she ended up winning so I, I, so I think she's amazing and then remember she did that scene with Ian Ward that gave me the chills Ian yeah. was like trying to stalk her as Phyllis yeah she actually is uh, I I truly believe like I think I have a lot of favorites I have a lot of favorite actresses in daytime but those two Mar Mar West and Gina Tognoni um and, and also Laura and also Laura Wright um are really holding it down 
actresses and for the actresses yes. in daytime. Like there's no story that uh, there's there's no story that you can give them that they're not going to take and make their own. And I do really I really loved when Michelle Stafford came first came to GH yes. and, and and she was kind of like the batshit crazy. A uh, woman just got a coma. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what happened to my baby? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take Ava's baby, and she was just that shit crazy. Like, I love, like, I love the crazy, uh, sort of like uh, off her rocker Nina, uh, and I love her still now. But I, but there's something about when the show Stafford does dry comedy, which is genius. Um, and I think she needs, and I think they should do a little bit more of that with her because. She came out of that coma and she was in a wheelchair and the, some of the things that she was saying and doing and catching up with uh, the new technology, that was like television gold. And I love seeing her in, in those particular scenes. This is a shout out to Michelle Stafford. I love her web series, Stafford Project. If you haven't checked it out, listeners, go watch it. It's really good. Um, Anthony, you hit a good point there. Um, all those actresses are amazing. They're phenomenal. Um, I've tweeted this to Maura West, and she'll remember this when she looks again. But I like to think of her as our updated um, Marilyn Monroe, because Marilyn Monroe could take on any role and make it her own. Yeah, um, I think that um, it's it's a it's a certain gift that you have as an actor or an actress when you can sort of. Um, Take what's on, uh, take what's on the paper. Take what a writer has written, and elevate it to a level where even the writer did not did not expect it could go. And that's what I see her do every time I see her on screen on General Hospital. And that's why, why I fell in love with uh, Martha Byrne because even on as um, on on as well turns, um, her character of. Walsh, she also did the same thing with that particular character, and then they gave her the twin angle with Rose, and um, she she just she just embodied that work. And as an actor, that's what you like seeing. You like seeing actors really. Um, it, it, it's sort of like a learning lesson. It, it's sort of like a, a masterclass in acting when you're watching these actors on television and you're saying, wow, uh, I never would have thought about doing that role like that. So, so the way he or she approached it um, just just opened you up to brand new horizons. And I just love being a fan um, as an actor sitting back watching them work. So what is like the most challenging part? I mean, I'm sure it's got to be a little intimidating. You know, it's it's fun and exciting, I'm sure. But it has to be a little intimidating for you because it's like you got all these wonderful actors, all these wonderful players for your, your chess set of characters that you write for. Um, is it challenging sometimes to like, you got to tell them to do this and this and, you know, you're, you're in this moment? No. Actually, what a lot of people would, would find odd is that we we don't do the whole table read and and all and all that type of stuff. I am the type of producer where I feel like I'm going to trust my actors with the material that I give them. Like I don't want to. Uh, um, I I want them to. I want them to approach it in a level of. Um, this is their character. They know how this character walk, 
walks and talks and breathes and moves. So I want to see their interpretation of it in the rehearsal first, and then we can sort of go and uh, do some nuances to certain uh, angles to that particular uh, to two particular lines. But I think for the most part, I have been able to trust my actors with with, with the material, and they have knocked it out of the park every single time. Well, I got to tell you, that is, I'm just, in, you know, in awe and everything. And one day I would love to do a cameo on your web series. I would love it. All I ask oh, is a request, because I'm such a big fan on Nazareth Returns, is please somehow connect my character to Martha Byrne, because I just adore her, like, completely. You want to know what's funny? Um, I, I think it was the was it the first was it the first year that she I think it was either the first I think it was the second year I think it was the second year that she came and um and we were on a break and she said oh and she said well, why don't you and I have any scenes together and I said because I don't think I would be able to I I wouldn't be able to concentrate. <laughs> like I, like I literally would not be able to concentrate. I, yeah. I would get so lost standing across from her that I, that I would just completely lose focus and be like, oh, "Wait a minute, I am not doing a scene across from Martha." It's enough for like it's enough for me to be behind the camera watching her work. I know, right? Because you'd be starstruck. I admit, I would be starstruck too. But as a professional, I would love to work alongside Martha if you consider it later. I would love that. I mean, because one day I would love to go visit out there where you're at and um, just, you know, just do like a little cameo or something. I think that'd be fun to do. I could yeah, see maybe right. doing my character where you could have my character pop in for like one episode, even if it had to be, and maybe pop in where I have some information that could like, uh, how do you say it, could destroy her character. I think that'd be devilish. That'd be fun. Oh, well, of course, with her character, like if you had some information that would destroy her character, she would probably kill you. <laughs> See, there you go. That's my first episode. <laughs> but hey, if it's a cameo, you know, hey, can you imagine? I'll be like, yes, Martha Byrne killed me. <laughs> God, but you you said it you, you you nailed it when you mentioned her doing the twin she is such an awesome you know where she can do that because it's like um when her character rose when they killed her off i won't lie i was in tears i was like yeah. oh my god you know they killed rose you know and i love how she did this little accent her little jersey accent just rose and like and then they mixed her up with paul and and dusty i'm like oh my god lily's you know martha burns gotta have a field day how many times can the actress say hey i got to be with my leading men twice <laughs> right and, and 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 some very good looking men at that oh my god and then let's not forget damien damien was a hottie too well i don't think that there was one that martha was um opposite that wasn't but you know what i love the best i mean i was loved as watchers get wrong but to me, the biggest storyline that always hits me, and I love it, was who killed Diego. Really? Do you remember that? That was the biggest umbrella storyline that fans love because it was so many little, you know, dark secrets and everybody had a part in it and it involved everybody and people were hiding, like, among their secrets, like, in their houses, like Margo, and then you had... Ryder and you had Nikki, you had um, you had Carly, you had um, 
what was it, uh, Lisa and Barbara, it, you know, it's like a whole cast of people, yeah, yeah, and I love that because I'm a big mystery it. fan, I love Agatha Christie and Stephen King, I love that they involve their characters in these intricate moments, you don't just like, I'm, I'm sure you, do you read any books? Um, I read more, um, well, I, like, 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 like I read more, um, what's the genre, uh, like I read more of the more, like, um, how can I say it, the, the more zane type books. Well, indie, indie, you can say indie, that's fine, I'm, I'm considered an indie myself, I'm an indie romance uh, novelist, I, I write indie romances and... Stuff like that. So I, I hear you're more on the Zane part. That's where I consider myself yeah. an indie myself. And you know what? I'm proud to be indie. It. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm proud of that. Yeah. It's like I'm more of the whole like what somebody's tying somebody up. What? Okay. Well, we ever meet, I want to hang out because you just became you just became a bestie. You've mentioned already that you like the classics, like the '80s and everything else like that. That is amazing. I, I'm. I'm a big '80s fan. Um. I like all the stuff that you've mentioned. It's so cool. We would like interact with each other. It's just so cool. Uh, wow. Is there any TV shows that you like, or would you like to maybe one day uh, cameo as a, a guest on any popular uh, primetime series? Uh, well, recently, I recently I just finished uh, the second season of Glow, which I, which I think is which I think is fantastic. Um, I, so I just finished that. I just started the new season of Luke. Luke Cage, because um, a good friend of mine, Gabrielle Dennis, is is currently um, uh, guest starring on this season of Luke Cage. Okay. Um, what else do I? What else do I really get into? I, like I'm a huge Food Network geek. Anything that's on the Food Network, anything that's dealing with food, because I like to eat. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the diners, drive-ins, and dives is one of my go. Is one of my favorite go-to's. Uh, cheap cheap eats is one of my favorite. Uh, spots um to go to on television and of course reality television i love the i love the little women franchise uh it's a guilty pleasure of mine i absolutely love um housewives of potomac um <laughs> oh i know i love yeah. we, we would click i love those reality shows those are my favorite little women are awesome the the orange county really cool and i'm also and stuck on happy um Happily Ever After, the 90 Day Fiance on TLC. I love that series. It's just so addictive. There's so uh, many crazy on there. It's yeah. amazing. Speaking of, speaking of that, I just got into the new season of Married at First Sight. I think they're in the fourth season. Mm-hmm. So I just got into I just got into that. And I cannot believe that the guy and his wife, Mia, tried to go to Mexico. And she got detained on, um, she had a warrant for her for her arrest and she was charged with three counts of stalking and one count of uh, credit card fraud and she was like no no no, it's a mistake it, i'm like uh-uh that's a divorce right there so i'm really interested in seeing where that storyline is going to go and, and if they're going to stay together at the end of the eight weeks so that's where i'm sort of like i'm sort of like watching that and a little known a little unknown a little rarely known fact is every monday and tuesday Every Monday and Tuesday, I am in front of my television re- religiously with my son, um, and we are watching WWE Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night SmackDown because I'm a huge wrestling fan. Aww. I know it's fake. I know it's fake, but 
that I've been watching wrestling since, since I was a kid. So every Monday and Tuesday, everyone knows not to call me between 8 and 11 on Monday <laughs> and 8 to 10 on Tuesday because they know I'm not going to answer my phone unless it's a dire emergency. But yeah, so I'm a huge wrestling fan. That is cool. Well, I definitely want to add that um, one main one I think you may consider down the future is Billy Miller. That would be a wonderful casting crew on your series. Billy Miller would rock I actually, in it. I actually, met him. I actually met him last year. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Billy Miller. Let's congratulate Billy Miller. Did you hear that he's going to be on the new um, Apple, the Apple series coming up? Yeah, um, it's going to be a really good series. Um, I can't wait. We'll go into more details on that but later on. But um, yeah, check him out. He's going to be on the new Apple the Apple series. I'm not sure when it's supposed to debut. They said fall. But again, everybody oh. changes on fall because it could be, what, fall is like in between August, September, October. So it could be any right. one of those crazy months. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, yeah. don't go away. We're going to take a quick music break, and we're going to play one of Anthony's favorite songs. So uh -oh. don't go away. We'll be right back. get chills i love vanessa williams oh my god yes. she's such a talented singer and actress don't get me wrong i loved her oh my god i remember she was on that you remember that series ugly betty oh of course oh my god you know i and and, and I, I i'll admit this i did not watch every single episode of ugly betty but i've seen a few of them and what i saw i loved it but it was like so i mean it was intense oh, that was a really good series i missed that series yeah, she was robbed of her Emmys. She really was. And Desperate Housewives, she really did a good a good job on that, too. Yeah, she's uh, one of my favorite people. She's one of those people that um, 
uh, she's one of those people that I look to as a true survivor. Um, nothing can hold like nothing can hold her back. Nothing can stop her. And um, I look at her as she's like one of my spirit animals. Like, uh, <laughs> she, like, 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 it's like she really is. Like, she has been through. Um, she was dragged over the coals, and people thought that that was going to be the end. And she said, "You know what? My talent. I'm going to let my talent speak for my speak for itself." And has it ever? She's been successful in recording, television, stage, and film. Um, she's a true triple threat, and I absolutely love everything she did. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, that I just. I always look forward to when I hear any updates on Vanessa Williams because I'm like, oh my gosh, is she going to sing? Is she going to, um, will she perform? Will she do both? I mean, because she just, you know, she covers everything. I just love that. Okay, we're going to do a quick little um, speed round of fast questions. Just say the top thing goes off the top of your head. Here we go. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay, favorite childhood memory? Christmas. Um... Favorite author? James R. Hardy. Um, top two celebrities that you would like to meet one day? Oh, God. Oh, um, uh, Denzel Washington, um, Halle Berry. Uh, two movies that you have seen this summer, did you like them or you dislike? I've seen this summer. I saw the documentary Whitney. Didn't care. Didn't care for it. Um, and the other one, to put it on C, put it on C. Oh God. Um, have I been to another movie since then? Uh, I, I can't remember if I went to two. I think I went to that one. <laughs> okay. Are you a musical fan? Yes. Okay. Highly recommend you go watch Mamma Mia too. Really? Yes. Yeah. I did. I just. You'll have to go back later, but I did a review on that um, on my last podcast. But anyway, I loved um, the Mia, Mama Mia too. It's so good. But I'm gonna warn you, Anthony. You need to have hankies because it is a tearjerker. It's very sweet. It's romantic. It's got everything, and of course, it's got my beloved chair in there that I adore. So you can't go wrong. And you know, there's a lot of surprises. You're gonna love it. And okay. you remember they um, they're going backwards this time. It's how. Donna, it's how Donna met the three guys that are turned out to be Sophie's dad, right? So it's really cool. I like how they did it. It's just, it's a really good movie. I recommend it. It's Mamma Mia 2. You would enjoy it. Okay. Let's okay. Check that out. Did you have any luck finding anything that you wanted for our listeners before I let you go? Like maybe just a small little sound clip? Anything that I would, not anything that I have, I probably have to send that in, like, maybe, like, a different time that, that, that you can play. There's so, uh, I mean, we have 50 episodes to choose from, so it's hard to choose just one little clip. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate it, and it's been great having you. Thank you, Willie. Thank you for all that you do for um, not only us in the digital uh, space, but also in the um, daytime drama space as well, because without people like you, the genre would truly die a slow death. So thank you for always writing about uh, not only the digital series, but also the daytime series as well. Oh, it's good. It's always great having you. And I hope you come back again, um, you know, later on, maybe towards the holidays. That would be wonderful. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. I would love to. And, and, and again, thank you so much for having me. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.